motherfucking yeah we back what's this like the 12th installment yeah the sensei and sanji we fucking made it back we're here to talk about problematic shit we went off in the woods for a second to get our fucking chakras right so we can come back to you motherfuckers and make something nice for you but we got plenty of problematic shit to talk about and as y'all all know the theme of the fucking whole shit is agree to disagree. I don't have to agree with you, but we're going to keep disagree. it respectful. You know, civil discourse is a gem during this age, especially in the age of the ass hat in chief. Uh, one <laughs> Sir Donald Trump. Donald <laughs> J. Trump. <laughs> right, yeah, her laugh says it all. <laughs> like, you know, he's making Gemini's look bad, and I don't really like that. But I guess I'm problematic, too. He's, I, he inspires white men. Like... <laughs> Inspires like, a certain the, age of the way, white men. The way Goku or inspires teenagers. Maybe not. All them damn fucking dealing roofs around the fucking country. I like to think. Of, I like to think of Trump as like the Super Saiyan for white for white men. The Super Saiyan. Like he's giving away he, too much credit. He like, is Goku what, is my no, guy. No, not to make him Goku. Not literally powerful, but he is like what like any, Vegeta. Like any poor white dude wants to work himself up to. Like he rich, he gets a fuck. A bad bitch. Oh, uh, yeah. And Everybody, he's never even been there. It, like, it's like the dude on Wolf of Wall Street. Fucking, uh, Jordan. Jordan Belfort, yeah. Oh, man. No. Honestly, now that's you just, a, Now you're just disrespecting fucking Jordan Belfort. Power fantasies are a motherfucker. He was it. fucking, he was fucking like the shit. Like, media, he did way more than Trump did. Media power fantasy. Huh? Trump, Goku's a power fantasy. Everybody wants to be, like, strong. But he's, like, <laughs> he's, like, likable. <laughs> Like hey, they're is, shitty. Trump Trump somehow, shitty people in power fantasy. Thanos is a shitty power fantasy. Thanos is my like guilty. I want to be this fantasy. out of shape, fucking, uh, fucking elderly white man. <laughs> they, they don't. And they don't. Only, see the, well, they don't see the fact that he's out of shape because like they're already fat. And old. They just don't. Right. They just don't fuck the bad bitch that they paid for. Right. <laughs> for free. Well, I mean. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, they probably did, but not that bad. His only superpower is being able to say what he wants. Without fucking getting in trouble. Is that really a superpower? It is for Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Batman Batman can murder whoever he... Alright, we're getting off topic. Anyway. For for justice. So, so we were going to start with... How are we going to frame the topic? Dating? Dating? Um, Toxic. Does anybody even date? Is is that a real thing? Like, are we just, like, in a relationship automatically? Like, like okay, we fucked a few times, and, like, now we're together? Are there stages now? So if are we, there stages? If we had to talk about them, I think it's in order. It's well, like... Yeah, you take off with this. There's the talking phase, which is, like, a... I, I feel like it's an important three... Two-week, two... Maybe longer, depending on how much development you need. And then after the talking stage... Whatever, however long you need that to be, then people develop that into a relationship. But I feel like our our generation kind of stops a lot of the time before it gets to develop it to anything, just because we have like communication issues. People like be cool for a couple weeks, and then somebody does something, and then no one's talking anymore, and then like all the women feel like they're not being properly approached, but all the men (laughs) don't know how to approach anybody because well, they're well, nobody wants to feel rejected, and I respect. I understand that. Like, I don't want to necessarily. I didn't necessarily want to put myself out there. Okay, so in the vein of that, I ain't trying to get too off topic, but I wanted yeah. to make a post so bad. 
Like, shit. like women got just as much fucking approach anxiety as dudes. But since it's the motherfucking guy's job to come say something first, they get away with not getting rejected. You're not fucking slick. We know what you're doing. Stop it. I wish get we, some help. Yeah, I wish in our society we could just like all have open like communication. Yeah, like about why that. don't girls want to shoot their fucking shot? Well, because they don't want to get rejected. Yeah, so how the fuck you think we feel? Nigga, that's how to me, nigga. Right, right. How, how the fuck you like? If we started fucking screenshotting you guys shooting your fucking shot, because that's my job. That's how. Mm. That's how they see it. Is it? How, but is it though? I, you know, I, I feel like that's one of our norms that we've like adopted from a previous society that we have the power to work through if we wanted to. But then it's like we we don't work through it because we don't see it as it's not your an job issue. <laughs> yeah. It's not your job. I'm interested in how you. I'm interested in how you guys feel about that too. Like, please join the discussion if you guys think that there's. If you guys think it's supposed to be a way that dating is supposed to happen, does some? Is there someone that has to shoot their shot first for the shit to work? <laughs> I don't know. Like, girl I'm, a, shot I'm, sh- girl I'm gay, so like, like I'm always shooting my shot at. A, I, I, but I have to like take on the. The role, so right, and that's what I mean. That's what I mean. So, is it really a gender thing? Like, do I always have to be the first motherfucker to say something? Like, you're putting a lot of pressure on dudes. That's unnecessary, in my opinion. I feel like some of that pressure ends up... Oh, yeah. I feel like some of that pressure ends up creating anxiety that ends up having people come at people wrong, too. Like, a lot of... I find that a lot of women are just kind of like, well, you just got to approach me a certain way, and uh, (laughs) it'll work, but... Sometimes, but it's not, it's not always the person that they want to approach them that way. And the person that they want probably doesn't know that they got a chance. Boom. Boom. And so you get all this attention from these fucking different dudes, but it's not the dude that you want. And so now you get on there talking shit. But that same thing happens happens with men. Does it though? Yeah, I like this. Yeah, yeah a lot. A lot of men, I think, aren't getting approached by. Like, there's girls that try to holler at them, and like they're not getting approached by like who they. They're getting want. approached by dubs. Yeah, <laughs> and nobody want to. Nobody want to. It's like nobody want to settle. <laughs> but at the same time, I think that I think also no one's every, every. We've now turned that into a culture. Like now, there's a big sector of people. Who like want to date, but like won't talk to each other. Yeah, like so they could be like this, but they just miss each other. They're so they're so grown though. Like man, communication is fucked up in our generation in general. That's not our fault. We're scared. That's all I wanted to say. We can get back to the dating topic, but y'all just as scared as us. Get out of here. You don't want to shoot your shot because you don't want that dude that you like. To fucking tell you to go kick rocks, admit it. Yes, yeah, yeah, but that's hey, that's the same thing with dudes. That's why that's why dudes don't right. shoot. Their, a lot of dudes have like chances with girls that they wouldn't expect they would have a chance with, just because they didn't like just shoot the <laughs> shot and or shoot it properly. Look, like I've definitely a- had somebody come in my sister inbox and be like, "Let's get this in route," and I was like, "What? <laughs> this is a drug deal?" <laughs> You're like, "What's going on here?" Like I know you're, I know you're anxious, but maybe not that. No, man. Like <laughs> when we get shot down, it hurts just as much as you think it does. It's not fun, but you know you get used to it. So, but yeah. So on the, but what is dark feminism? 
Dark femininity. What, Femini- what is, feminine, what, what for is, the, wait, the, toxic masculinity. I feel like Floyd Mayweather right now. Dark, dark femininity. Femininity is from what I gleaned from what the what the lady <laughs> from what I gleaned from what the lady commented on my fucking um post, it's just we were talking about how women blast men all day and pointed out like you're bringing a dark side of you out and we don't want to rush to call it like bitter or you're being mean or anything, but just like you it's not well meaning. Like it doesn't advance the conversation, it doesn't prove its point. It's just you talking shit. And so that's what I took it to mean. Like you say you want a good man, but you're putting out so much negative energy. I like to think I like to think that that's you know, it, it, that's an interesting like word to call that behavior. Dark but, feminine. Dark feminine. I like to think that that behavior exhibits itself from like the dudes who be really, really mad at women too. It just we don't got a term for it, do we? That's not, it is called that, toxic masculinity. Is it? Yes. I think that's what that is. Toxic masculinity, I think of differently. See, I, I feel like to- toxic masculinity, I think of as behaviors that dictate the way men treat each other and everybody else. But I more so think of so it about how So you think it's they, like men, men to men interactions that, that dictate what toxic masculinity is? Yeah, I think a lot of that shit is performative. I don't think it's necessarily mm. they fall. I think it's like, I think men are taught that this is a man and they're just trying to be that. Mm. So what? Every, and every and every man has a different idea. Yeah, every man has a different idea of it is. Just like every woman has a different idea of what being a woman or being feminist is. Like there's some women who flat out think being a pick me is fucking being a woman, and that's what you're supposed to be. And yeah. bitch, <laughs> hey, <laughs> like. But um, I mean, what's the difference between a pick me and a simp? Oof. <laughs> is it the same thing? Am no, I wrong? No, no, no. I don't. No, I don't think they're the same thing. Pick pygmies. Pygmies are just like pick simps. Me. Like, oh, look at me! I'll do all this for you. I'll do all this shit you want. Shit. Me. Is it like? Maybe, I feel like it's equivalent. Maybe, maybe the pygmies and the pygmies need to but find go each ahead, other. I mean, but go ahead. We'll, we'll talk about that. But what do you think dark fem- femininity means? I think, what do you think it means? Dark femininity until it brought it up to me today, but if, I mean, me, thinking about the words itself, thinking about it in terms, I think. What it, do you think that it? I think it would mean the type of the type of feminism that's not real. The, the type of feminism that's like really, really radical that nobody's really that like hates men, and like nobody's really like nobody really should be advocating for So you think it's you? But you I, think it's I also a think radical that, thought. Subconsciously, I don't think it, I don't think anybody who's being radical a lot of the time realizes that they're being outlandish as fuck. So, I think when I think of something like dark femininity, I think of someone who like is looking at their own experiences with men and taking that out on the world all the time. Like the same way that you would have a dude who like hates women but won't necessarily say that, like. They're always talking about the behaviors of women. There's always some peak womanhood. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's always some magical, mythical bitch that's, <laughs> that they're looking for that's better than all you bitches that cooks, that cleans, that has a business, that doesn't have any children because she's only waiting to have children with you. Doesn't leave the house. Will let you fuck whoever you want. Doesn't say anything, but at the same time, doesn't let you walk all over her. Always some magical... You know what? I think we all, in I think toxic femininity and dark femininity. I think all toxic masculinity 
and dark femininity. I think all of that leads into us having an improper idea of what we are looking for in relationships. I think we're all looking for some shit that is not necessarily what people really are. Like, right. It's a fucking mask. I saw. I, I I wanted to. You know what? It's good that we're talking about this. It's good that we let into this. I was I was watching a, a YouTube thing, an analysis of the movie Don John. Don John. Yeah, you ever seen that? The, the, it was uh, George Gordon Levitt, I think is his name. The really sexy dude from. The, <laughs> the really. I don't. He was, he was like hot and in the nineties. That's like what he's characterized as. That's like John they have they have him play in movies when they need to have a hot fancy white guy, and he um. He was Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He anyway. He was addicted to porn in the movie. <laughs> that's that's what movie, that's what you think the movie is about at first. Yeah. But then he meets this girl. It's supposed to be yeah, it's supposed to be a rom com. But you, you you like pick that shit apart a little bit and you realize and it's ta- realize it's talking about how people men frame their idea of relationships from or women from a lot of like bullshit and women do the same thing the girl like i think it was margot roby that was playing her the girl in the movie was like yeah she was getting ripped shout out to margot robbie fuck yeah badass bitch anyway i honestly give her her flowers while she here she one of the greatest actresses of our generation i would do do things to get the all the business in a whole suitcase give her the whole oscar eh you feel <laughs> no, but so I think I, I uh, it was saying how Mark Margot Robbie in that movie was watching a lot of romantic comedies and saying, "Oh, I just wanted something like this." Or and I think today's women and in the past do that have been taught to do that, and I think our I think our young men just do the same thing. Like uh, you know what. A lot of a lot of people cheat these days, and I think yeah, they're normalizing the fuck out but, of it. But you know why? You know why I think that's getting normalized so much? What? Think about all the media that we've had as young people telling young men essentially that like your girl will take you back. <laughs> so you think women don't cheat? Did you see? No, that they, no, they do. No, they do too. They Did do you too. see that? No, they cheat more. They do too. They, I'm they, of the vein that, that women cheat more. Yeah, there's songs about there's songs about that too. I'm not worried about the songs <laughs> about it. When you listen to women, I grew up around a bunch of women. Because here's what we're not going to do. You're not going to continue to put men in this light like we're the only, like we're just the most evil motherfuckers ever. I just seen a whole thread with like 85 posts about how women were having their men pick them up from the airport after they cheated on them. Oh no, because that's... That is sickening. That's not helping. That's dark femininity if we get into it. Yeah. Yeah, that's the definition. (laughs) No, For but, sure. No, but not that. I'm talking about like okay. So you so, think that we we fell into the role because that's what the media portrayed? For some people, I just think in general, or largely, like Bill Bellamy's How to Be a Player. Like I feel like that's part of like a movie that kids should watch, like kids that are male, or like want to play. Am I saying this right? We're getting into problematic territory. Wait, are we are we talk, are, are we saying to watch to learn a lesson from? Because he didn't learn shit at the end of that movie. And that's the lesson. Maybe that's he got he got away with that shit. He was he was he was still cheating on that bitch at that movie. Didn't work. Honestly, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Is that a problem? <laughs> that's right. Is that a problem? <laughs> the, the problem is that the, the problem, problem is, but it's not just for you. Try to use Bill Bellamy as a fucking life coach. 
don't ever watch movies and try to base your life off of movies. But not just young men either. Like I feel like our young young women have been like taught an idea to look for a type of young men that. It does exist, but it hasn't necessarily been bred by the type of... Right, this whole idealistic, um, I'm trying to find this perfect fucking person, it doesn't exist. She doesn't exist. So there's not as many, there's not as many movies telling you to be the dude that opens the door and does this and that for her, because there's a lot of media telling you... Are you talking about chivalry? Yeah. Is chivalry important? Oh, is that what we're discussing? That's a no, real, it's not. We're talking real, about... How's <laughs> it real, we'll maybe, we'll real maybe. 90s in here? Hi. We're fucking... We're fucking talking about dating. And we're talking about toxic masculinity. And fucking dark femininity. Fin- Shout out Kara Warner. She's the one who commented on my post. And introduce that term to me. And I will have to talk to her a little bit more to figure out what it is. And we'll get y'all update next week when we do the next podcast. We'll tell you what her definition of dark um, femininity. Yeah. Y'all don't want to butcher it. You sound like Floyd Mayweather. That word word is, honestly, that word is the enemy. Really, like. Is it? The hard words. So. No, (laughs) he's talking about vocabulary in general. (laughs) No, I'm just fucking around. No, but I'm. I th- I think that le- I think all of that leads into how we've been taught to think. But what I want to talk about. So there was this post that I seen, and you know you can go to my page. I'm tagging you. Can go to my page, and this dude got on fucking Facebook and started talking about how, you know, you can't. You don't hate high maintenance women. You just hate the the. The uh, the cost that it takes to deal with them, the <laughs> all this fucking gaslighting, it was fucking sickening. And I'm like, dude, and and my guy Ryan, if you go in right, you 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 know, like I got in trouble for saying that people are overvaluing themselves, but like you are, like you think you're the shit, like not it's not about being confident, but when you think in terms of what you're bringing to a relationship, you're probably overvaluing yourself. Yeah, I think because you're mistaking confidence be, with what your actual attributes and what you can bring to a relationship are. I think when you start doing things like that, it starts commodifying relationships. Exactly. Like, like just be fucking solid. Yeah, just just look for just, someone. Just look. For I just my he, bad, he, y'all. Look, I got the mask on, but I'm trying to smoke. So if y'all no, see bad no, behaviors happening, this is not the presidential debate. I don't got the Rona. I'm good. You don't got the Rona. I don't got the Rona either. But we we're trying to set a good example. But honestly, like. I've been feeling like throwing this like tag, bro. That shit is like, is is. Are we getting? Is, are, we, are we going down the rabbit hole? That shit getting that. We'll get into that. In a second. Are we going down the rabbit hole? I'm getting it. That's we're not. Buckle in. <laughs> buckle in. No, because that, that's a whole. Strange. It's a whole other rant. It's about to get conspiratorial. <laughs> no, the, no, not. Tag. It's not like it's tag, like it's, we're it's, about to get conspiratorial. Like it's coming after everything. Our mask really important. <laughs> More in five. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if I had to wrap up that topic, it's like I don't agree with anybody being toxic or anybody fucking gaslighting or playing the blame game. We all have problems, we all have our demons. Men aren't better than women, and women aren't better than men. It's not this fucking lops- lopsided battle. 
It's just be a good fucking person who communicates and knows what you want from a relationship. Because if you're going into it trying to find this ideal person, they don't exist. So either you accept the person that you're with fully or you fucking be single. Like be disciplined and be mature enough to fucking know that maybe you're not ready to handle that person as much as you like them or lust for them. Like calm down. Look for companionship before you look for a fucking relationship. Like, chill out. That's asking so much of people. We fucking grow up. It's time to be held accountable. We're too fucking old for this. Like, if you're watching this shit right now and you comprehend and you stayed here for this, you are mature enough to understand that concept. And for you to think that somebody's just going to absolutely conform to you and whatever that you want, and it's my way or the highway, grow the fuck up and I'm off it. I'm off. It. Talk your shit. Man, I'm off it. No, because they're about to piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> they're about to piss me off, man. Go nah, nah, that's just. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, that's some real shit. I'm like, the, for our problem in general, people don't gravitate towards what gravitates towards them naturally. And that's why there's problems. Because I wanted this. And then, you know, all the fucking thousand fucking problematic situations later. Oh, and I should have fucking, and I just, nobody cares, bucko. You made them problematic decisions of your own accord and your own validity, and so, like, sleep in that bed. You made that shit up. You went to the fucking Nebraska Furniture Mart. What the fuck? And fucking, you went to the Nebraska Furniture Mart. You chose that bed. You got all the covers that you wanted. Lay. Man, like enjoy it. It's asking so much of people. Why not? So speaking of, speaking of laying in beds that people are building and not or, or purchasing and not laying in. Tory fucking went. Oh, <laughs> I, of making fucking create. I don't. I'm not gonna get too much into. <laughs> no, get in there. Get in there deep. Shit is a two-lane street, not a two-lane street, not a seven-lane highway. Talk your shit. That's my guy. What's his name? Gerard. First off, dope name. Hard-ass producer, by the way. We we absolutely all oh, he, he makes music. We yes. absolutely agree. Like this is ah, so, so, goes so, both ways. So Tori, fucking, I'm not gonna get too much into. I'm not gonna recap I want shit you for y'all. No, we're not. Yeah, we're not recapping. Recap we're not a gossip channel. Yeah. But talk about the problematic shit. I'm gonna go ahead and let you do your thing. Hold on, go ahead. Do your thing. I don't give a fuck who shot who, but Tori monetizing the situation is the biggest problem of everything. Why? Because Megan wasn't monetizing it. Why are people feeding into that? I. Do not know. I have never seen this many Tory Lanez fans in my life. This is coming from someone who was a Tory, was, is, whatever, a Tory Lanez fan. Haven't really gone and, like, sought his music out in a good two years. But I used to listen to it sometimes. Like, I still got some of it on my phone. His, his music's alright. But what is it about... I'm not, I don't know, I'm not gonna make a big statement about black women, because I don't really know what lies there. It's just, what is it about... Someone coming out and making a song about a situation, making or making like coming out and framing a situation that day, boy, making it believable for you because that's like every part of that. If I was an innocent, 
was the person who shot someone, I'll make this quick, sorry. If I was the person who shot someone, the first thing I'm gonna do, if I was the person who did anything that I'm accused of and I didn't do that shit, the first thing I'm gonna do is say, I didn't do that shit. I am not going to wait two weeks and, and talk with Mike. Fucking camp about it. I am not going to wait until I can drop an album. I'm not going to wait to hear what the other person said. The first thing I'm going to do is get out in front of that story and say, I didn't do that. That's not what he did, though. And I feel like anytime someone doesn't, anytime someone is accused of anything, and the first, second, or third thing that they say is not, I didn't do that, always a red flag for me. Every single time. Like, why? Because that that says that even they're not completely comfortable with their action. It, there's people who can, like, do shit and say that they didn't do it and lie. Like the, like the dude who got that documentary that, like, stuffed his daughters into the oil thing. Fuck that guy. That guy was able to lie with a straight face. But Tori didn't really, like, even come out and say anything first. He didn't even lie to y'all with a straight face. He just waited until you guys were willing to literally buy into it by streaming it. By listening to it, like by giving it financial fucking, by by because anytime you play that shit anywhere, you're not illegally downloading it. I I know y'all not. I haven't, I haven't listened to any of the new songs. I'm not either. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not listening. I'm not giving that shit streams, bro. I listen to <laughs> I listen to his old shit though. Yeah, and I, I got that. Listen, I want to listen got, to the, the, the new I Shot a Bitch album. Anything that I have by Tory Lanez is already downloaded to my phone, like yeah. from other. So I'm, I'm still not even giving that nigga strings. Kind of nice, but no, I just I think I think what what I will say about the situation is this says a lot about how people are willing to be contrarian. <laughs> I think it. I think it was. Oh, just, them go against the grain. I think it was. I think this is just a. I think this is a contrarian thing. It was a very large group of people that wasn't that was had their opinions about the Tory Lane situation, but they weren't. Those opinions were their own before Tory made an album. And I seen I I watch social media. Much of social media I've had to watch silently this last month, and I not just y'all like on my own TL, but other places. Public opinion shifted, and public opinion shifted after Tory came out and shifted it a certain way, and that like says something to me that <laughs> you people were willing to the the opinion has now been become he shot her to I don't know what happened. I just want to hear both sides of the story. Literally, someone's the person that should have told his side of the story first. Didn't tell it to you first. They told it to you second. Now you got both sides, and you now you're just choosing not to form an opinion. <laughs> not and you choosing not to form an opinion is your opinion, and that contrarian bullshit is disingenuous to say the least. It says a lot about where we stand in terms of communication and in terms of like understanding shit as a people. But I'm not gonna get all into what it says about how you niggas feel about black women. Because I think you guys have heard enough of that. I think you all know what the fuck that says about you. Because you were so excited to see a black woman get hurt like that. But Was it that, though? A lot of niggas. What? Was they it not? They was happy? Some niggas, was, some niggas were delighted. I won't say... Like, Motherfuckers was happy that she got shot in her foot. Motherfuckers was, like, too quick to joke about it. It was like, I would have... 
I was seeing niggas flat out saying shit like I'd have shot that big bitch too type shit. Like, <laughs> like little, bro, little, little nigga syndrome. And that's another thing. I feel like Tory got little nigga syndrome. Yeah, he's like four foot four or something. He definitely, he's, he represents the lollipop guild. I, I, I just think people don't. People aren't. People you don't think it was taken seriously enough? I don't know. I think it was more. You think, I think it was it, the issue of violence against women? Not. I don't know. If, I don't necessarily know if it was an issue of violence against women because I don't know if she beat that nigga ass first or not. She very well could have. I'm getting mixed messages on that shit, so I'm not gonna make too. That's what I'm, I'm trying to be careful with how I say my opinions because my biggest opinion lies in the fact that he monetized it. Why are you? I've never seen somebody get so much price off of him. his lawyer fees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It's just, we, and what's crazy, and then now everybody cares about, like, and everybody was, like, trying to call Megan a snitch. Like, <laughs> what's Tori, Tori making an album about it? Is it some so form of... somebody shoots you, like, you're not allowed to make a police report? Is that what we're saying as a whole? And when did niggas start making diss records to bitches anyway? What what does rap become? Canadian. (laughs) (laughs) That's another thing. Why are you guys? Everybody excited about? He's not even from here. (laughs) (laughs) Shit for these damn Canadians. Me as a Drake fan. Well, I say, can we really talk shit about Drake? Hey man, shout out Drake, man. Shout out, he's like, he's he's like the LeBron of rap. Like nobody likes him, but you just can't deny his talent. <laughs> the LeBron, yeah, Drake is LeBron. That's, like the the biggest star of that's, our fucking that's era, Chinese. but nobody wants to give him Mike Jack status. Who's bigger than Drake, dog? That's generous. I want to give him another. Who's bigger bas- than I want to give Drake another basketball player than LeBron because LeBron's a way better person. Drake is not a good person. Drake is a good person. He's a terrible person. How's he a bad person? He steals fucking. He's bro. He steals people's music. How does he <laughs> steal people's music? Nigga, he stole Cha Cha. That is largely unfounded. Cha Cha. <laughs> Cha Cha. This is this is fucking Drake slander. I'm not. I didn't come here for this. I'm the Drake. I'm the Drake fan. Are too. you though? If you're putting out all this fucking, you're like Stephen A. Right now. <laughs> Stephen A. Be making some. Does he? Not all the time. Drake is the best rapper. He is, but to ever exist in this era. Is Drake amazing? Is Drake the greatest? Yes. Is he LeBron? Yes. No. That yes, just, he's. I like to call him LeBron implies that he is a better person. But since you're looking at LeBron's humanitarian efforts, I'm talking about LeBron's basketball basketball yeah. career. All right, that's fair. Like, nobody likes him. Everybody tries to literally knock him on the court when there's really nothing to knock him about. You just mad because people compare him to fucking uh, Jordan. So just like with Drizzy, nobody wants to give him the throne over, like, somebody like, you know, Pac or Biggie or Jay-Z. I don't think he should be compared to any of them. He's he's on the fucking... Drake is on the Mount Rushmore of hip-hop. Am I wrong in saying that? Who else is on your Mount Rushmore of hip-hop? Like, Nas closes it out. But this hasn't been. This is because the, this all is the, the conversation now. What the, fuck it. We're, we're, de- going we're, here. De- we're devolving a little. We're bit. going here. 
Yeah, we we, we, we we talked about Tory Lanez. Fuck Tory Lanez. He's Canadian. Only thing we like from Canada is bacon, and that's yeah, ham. Let's talk about some hip hop. We can we can navigate Look. it into local hip hop or something. But let's talk about that. Yeah, because you got a, you got something you want to talk about. Who's on your Mount Rushmore? My Mount Rushmore of hip hop, and it encompasses a lot of things. Like I said, I put Biggie first because I like lyricism. Let me give you context. I put Biggie first. Pac is a strong tie. For a first, but he's in second, in my opinion, because he's more performative than he is lyrical. And that's fine. It's just what I like. Jay-Z is third, because he's my favorite rapper. Mm. Fucking, I will put, you know, because I spoke out of turn a little bit. I will put Nas fourth, because he's just like this, like, come on now. Like, it's Nas. Then I got um, Drizzy at five and Eminem at six. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to go in 10. Like, how many heads can you have on Mount Rushmore? But, like, that's it. That's it for um, me. Drizzy is up there because, like, LeBron, the longevity of his career, like, maybe he don't got, you know, he's not the six-range Jordan type. Like, he's not a he's not a Pac. He's not, he's not up there with Pac, but he's on Mount Rushmore because of the longevity. So, like, just like LeBron, like, he's not – he don't got he not six and zero. He's four and six in the finals, but you can't deny his four fucking championships. Yeah. You can't do that. Like of course, so he took some L's, you know. But we just think saying like it's easy to get to the finals, and that's what Drizzy is like. Drizzy gets to the finals every year. There hasn't been a year where there's not a Drake song you wasn't whamming. There hasn't been one since the nigga came out. It's valid. There hasn't been a the year where he wasn't he's, he's, Drizzy. He's, he's ran the decade. Well, he's ran a couple decades. He came out in 2008. That's 13 years. Crushing the game. Every summer, cuz is there. You know what? I'm Every kind of, summer. I'll kind of put myself on the spot with this conversation, and now I can't think of my number. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of my, We're going to have to talk our way through this to figure out my number five. I got, right now, I got Notorious. Wait a minute. Does this say, hold on, y'all, for people at home, people in internet land. This shit really has Gucci. What Gucci are you talking about? Are you talking about the shoes? I'm talking about the Gucci that started an era. No, my God. The Gucci that started a mixtape era. Gucci's work ethic don't matter. Gucci's work ethic of mixtapes don't matter. Gucci? Gucci body of work don't matter. Mount Rushmore. Yes. Oh, my God. What just happened, y'all? Gucci this is why this is why we have to agree to disagree because I completely agree with that, Bucko. That is horrible. And number four, not a number four. Gucci might be twelve on my list all oh, this time, isn't a, and that's because I like him. This isn't an order, but I mean, he couldn't be higher. What do you mean? But <laughs> <laughs> <What do you, laughs> well, I don't fucking like Jay Z. What's going on? You don't have to like Jay Z, but Gucci does not belong on anybody's list of Mount Rushmore rappers. Really? That's that's rough. I. You know why? I like he's to, one of my favorite dudes. I like to think. I like to think of how they influenced the culture. What did he do? He fucking he fucking influenced the reason why NBA makes mixtapes back to back to back to back to back. Who's doing that? Wayne Gucci. Wayne's on here too. Wayne started the mixtape shit. Yeah, but Gucci was doing it in the south, like just like that. So well, who else is on? I'm not putting Boosie on there. I'm not no, putting. I like Gucci I, more than I like Boosie. I'm not putting. I mean, he's up. He's he's in the you know the conversation. I don't like to of, get. I don't like to get too. You get you start. But getting like it. we're talking about all time though. 
We're talking about all time, not people that you like, like all time. Yeah, I was. He wasn't people that I like. I don't listen. I don't, like I don't like listen to like Nas like that, but he's uh, he's on my Mount Rushmore. Like I, I love him to death, but like I don't. I'm like, let me play this Nas. Like that's not what I'm thinking. Well, all right, well, I probably listen to Drake more. I listen to everybody on my Mount Rushmore. I'm leaving Gucci there, and I'm leaving Gucci there. But can he just be an honorable mention? Gucci, <laughs> horrible. <laughs> Gucci is there. This is horrible. <laughs> But I... Who's your fifth one? That's what I'm just trying to figure out. I think... If you say Takashi 6 9 No, he's... He's, no. <laughs> he's terrible and I listen to him ironically. Um, no, yeah. He, I mean, he gets listens. You know. I don't want to put... I feel... You know, I feel a way when I do it. I said I listen. I didn't say I liked it. How how many eras are we talking about, too? Because there's like All some... All time. All time? If you, if you know, you can say Cool Moe I was going to say... Cool. I was actually going to say Karos one. Hey, if that's your Mount Rushmore, I wouldn't be like. I honestly forgot Rakim, and I feel disrespectful. But he's he, a hard six. You are, you are for free. Rakim was in my mind. It was on there. Yeah, I don't, he's a hard six to me because I just didn't grow up in that era. So I didn't. I ain't gonna say it like I'm a aficionado, but like the few shits that I heard from Rakim was uh, like he he stumps on a lot of motherfuckers these days. But we're not. Also, like, I might put. I, I might put. The, I might put yay on my shit. Now you're just trolling. She's just trolling. Nah, nah. We're I'm just gonna leave my shit at four. Making... I'm just gonna leave my shit at four until making... I think of another face to add. Don't make a list because now she's trolling us. I got, I got Biggie, Internet Drake, people, Gucci, Internet Wayne. people, and people at home. We are being trolled. <laughs> and you should detect this. Well, you got, well... she has Gucci man. <laughs> On her Mount Rushmore, and she tried to put Kanye in five. I wasn't well. Kanye wasn't gonna be five. Kanye was gonna be like moved up, but Ye gotta probably be there. I don't even like Ye like that. I was also thinking about Fifty Cent as an honorable mention. Nigga, Fifty Cent for beef culture. So what are you what what are you grading on? You're grading on the greatest. You, so you're grading on impact and not actual rap skills. Because I I gonna lie, like yeah, the metrics of my grading is career. Yeah, because if, if I was and longevity, because I, mean, oh, I, I grade a, I grade an artist off of longevity. Like how long were you dominating? Because we was just listening to Ludacris the other day, and I was like, man, Cuz was really on top. Like, Nigga, hold up, actually. Yeah. 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 Like Ludacris was on there the we top. go. I crossed off Gucci for Ludacris. There we go. Because I forgot. I was actually a big Ludacris fan. I was hugely like that. I just don't talk about it no more because that nigga kind of fell off. He went to Africa and then he just kind of like. Got up out of here. But like when you listen to his fucking albums and his song, like he was snapping. Yeah. You know, he was doing his thing. Bro, his wordplay was. So let's, so you know, let's round it off. You know, we love y'all. We love hip hop. We gonna before we end it though, we're gonna talk about our favorite show. We only got like twenty minutes left. So let's talk about this whole I wanna talk about a couple things. I wanna talk about uh politics, but I also wanna talk about this fucking um disease that's going around and this fucking shit that's spreading because I feel like there's a lot of dumb shit. And if you're not political, go ahead and tune out right now because it's about to get real intellectual. But here's the, here's all these the, snowflakes. Yeah, like all you fucking super sensitive motherfuckers, like it's, this is not the conversation for you. There's a reason that we're wearing masks, and there's a reason that we're we're doing we're uh, gonna talk about this right now because 
It shouldn't take somebody close to you dying for you to fucking get it. And that's fucking sickening. And it's not a political issue. The reason that other countries are largely getting over this faster than us is because it's not about whether it's a conspiracy or not. It's not about whether it's Republican or Democrat. It's not even about whether it physically affects you. The fact that it could affect somebody else should be enough for you to put a fucking cloth covering over your face. Like that's probably some of the easiest shit you had to do in your whole life. And you're talking about you can't fucking breathe? Are you serious? Are you serious? 225,000 people listen. Let's talk about pre-morbidity for a second. So you're like, oh, the actual disease isn't killing you. Does anybody know what AIDS is, motherfucker? <laughs> Did you think you die from AIDS? You fucking die from the complications of AIDS. So guess what? Let's classify it as an AIDS-related death. How is that hard to understand? If you believe in AIDS and you believe that that shit affects you, you can have AIDS-related deaths? That is exactly how this new shit operates. That's exactly how it operates. And so you guys are trying to use semantics to try to play like this ain't important. Don't wait until somebody close to you is affected or gets hurt or potentially dies to just do something simple. Take politics out of it. Even if you don't think it's real, whatever the fuck your gripe is with it, it costs zero dollars to not be a dickhead. Like your personal opinions about whether or not something's real also don't change what exists. Like, you can have opinions on whatever you want. That doesn't necessarily change anything. Like, that doesn't change the way that we're going to have to get through this. It doesn't change what we're going to need to do. It doesn't change what the CDC said. It doesn't change anything. You can still believe whatever the fuck you want. You can think that shit doesn't work all you want or whatever. Like, no one's going to tell. Like, I think people get really, really caught up in that these days, you know? Like, well, I can have whatever opinion I want. You can't tell me what to do. And it's like, this is a situation where it's not really about you, child. <laughs> it's like not really about trying to tell you how to live your life. Do you, boo-boo. It's just trying to keep everybody else safe. But it people shouldn't really have to explain that to you. But Okay, so we off, we off that. I just wanted to make that public service announcement. Wear, Zero dollars to be a dickhead. Wear, wear a fucking mask. mask. Maybe He's stop fucking... fucking partying. I don't... Like, actually, this is the platform that I can say that shit. Because I've been saying that shit to my friends. Maybe stop fucking partying. Maybe get drunk at home. And maybe stop going to the club, bro. Like, the tube has had people with Rona in it. And that is my favorite bar, bro. I have not... You, know, you have not seen me there in weeks. Like, you, nobody can say they've seen me there, like, in a minute. Like, it's not cool, bro. Like, I understand, you know, you want to have fun, you want to do... And if you got to if you gotta go do something, go out for brunch for a little bit, you know, I understand. But, like, fucking partying every weekend, like, y'all still, like... Like, it's not... Like, motherfuckers keep asking me what the fuck I'm doing. Nigga, nothing. I'm in... <laughs> I'm at home. Where the fuck you should be? This shit is... That, Cause that's also why, like, our numbers is going up. We live in a hot spot. Like, that's also why we not getting nowhere. Like, Nebraska's numbers have only been. I was supposed to be working from home until January, and I'm working from home until June now. Cause we don't know when this shit is gonna be, and that's wild. Like, so stop. Maybe stop fucking partying if you don't got to. I understand y'all lonely as fuck. Call somebody. 
Like, I was lonely, too. That's why I was going out all the time, too. That's really what it be. We be going out and drunk. We be going out and getting drunk. That shit don't always be fun. Motherfuckers just be... It's okay to be lonely. Like, and it's okay to feel sad about that shit. Call somebody over. You know what I mean? Do something like that. Or find something that you can do that where you're not out for hours drunk as fuck. You know, that's, that's not the wave right now. <laughs> for various fucking reasons. Also, people got to, like, clean that shit. And... A lot of those places are already dirty, bro. They're already not cleaning them. Parliament and, like, I don't trust how clean Eat the Worm is or none of that shit. I know par- I know Parliament's dirty. Shouldn't, shouldn't trust any public institution as far as, like, health and hygiene is concerned. People are nasty. People are nasty, and also the people that get paid to clean that shit don't get paid enough. Right, so they largely don't give a fuck. Oh, God. I worked at a gas station. Motherfuckers. I went to several places where it was like, this is gross and I'll never eat here again. And you're still eating in places like that. You don't care about <laughs> I just recently. Because you can make some pancakes at home, dog. Them niggas charging like $8. You know, it was the only place open. You know, they tried to like take out Village Inn. So I took my kids there. We got pancakes and that was it. I didn't order nothing fancy. Like, just the easiest shit. Like, you can't fuck up eggs and hash browns in pancakes. I'm not about to order the fucking, like, if you order steak at any of those places, I don't trust you as a person. <laughs> it's questionable. You get steak from a fucking, what? Anyways. You just steak at a village in? Gross. So, <laughs> you play, congratulations, you played yourself. But fucking, let's move, moving on. And, you know, for me to close, let's talk about all this fucking conspiracy, at least superficially for a second around voting. Um, Look, if you don't want to vote, fucking fine. Stop telling us about it, bucko. It's not a stance. It's not a fucking... You're not being an activist, my nigga. You're just literally saying you're going to the playground and watching the basketball game... And motherfuckers like, well, you gonna jump in? No, I don't play basketball. And you said, <laughs> and you screamed it the whole time everybody else was playing basketball. And you get your ass beat at the court. Hey, y'all, I just want y'all to know, I don't play basketball. They're like, so fucking what? <laughs> Dog, what are you It's t- like it's not an opinion. I'm just saying, it's... I don't play basketball. Because if you look at it traditionally, basketball, like, nobody wants to hear that shit, dudes. Like, just shut Fuck if you're not up. if you're not gonna vote, just don't participate. Just don't vote. Like if you don't understand, just say that, baby. Just don't participate quietly. Like don't. If you don't want to vote to the polls, just say that. You don't gotta be really really loud about it because all that does is confuse other people. That exactly, and so you're causing just as much distrust in the fucking system as Trump is right now, and that shit is not healthy. For our democracy now. You don't have to believe in democracy as much as I do. I believe it's slow churning. I believe it does lead to, um, while it is slow, progressive change. Because by and large, this is not the same America as even 20 years ago. So you have to acknowledge the slow systemic change that happens. And while you're fucking whining all day, you're still an American citizen. It's fucked up for black people and their systemic racism and shit. But I will, I will help you. I'm about to say I will help you buy your ticket to fucking Syria 
or Libya, and you know what I'm saying? You can get it cracking over there, and when you come back, tell me how much you like either one. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be disgruntled or there shouldn't be um, civil unrest or anything, but when you get to complaining, realize your fucking space and privilege on this planet as a whole. And so there are people who die for the right to vote. If you don't want to do it, guess what? That's also your right. But I don't have to berate somebody. Just like I don't sit here and talk about people that don't vote. I just want you to stop fucking complaining about it or trying to dissuade everybody else from voting. That's their right. If you don't think it matters, then do that. If you don't like fucking ice cream and I do, oh, who fucking cares? That's what I'm looking at it like. I am, I am, I am interested to, like, I'm always interested to see how deeply that opinion runs, though. Because a lot of the time, if you unpack it with mm. people, it usually... it. You'll find that they just don't understand why it matters. Like Do they want to understand though. No, some of them. Some I think some of them maybe did at a point, but it's like because ultimately it comes down to they'll be like, "Well, what has voting done for you? What did Obama do for you? What does it matter?" And the thing is, somebody gets paid to make sure that you don't think it matters. Like somebody gets paid to redline your districts. Somebody gets paid to make sure that. Certain polling places are moved in certain areas so certain people can't get to them as easily. There's there's people who get paid to make sure that certain messages are pandered to you and certain messages are pandered to other people. There are ads that are tailored specifically to you while other ads are tailored specifically to... There's people that are paid to sow this discord. So while you think that it's all a conspiracy in a certain way, it is, but it's not... A conspiracy that is, it's all predestined. We already got what president we're going to pick and we're just doing this for show. No, baby. The conspiracy is that you are supposed to think that it doesn't matter while everybody else is out voting for who they want. The white people have gotten what they wanted. They've gotten everything they've asked for. Just about. Or if they haven't, it was because the motherfuckers were never going to give that to them anyway. Trump. (laughs) But... (laughs) But a lot of the shit that they've wanted, they have asked for. Why? Because they they went out and voted for that shit. And it wasn't that we couldn't do that. It wasn't that it was impossible for us because they already had it predestined. They knew we wasn't going to participate. This is how I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a political science major. I'm not a politician. You want to talk your shit? But what I do understand about the electoral college is this: the electoral college works as a system of if certain people participate, certain people get what they asked for. It's kind of like this. If, say say we're MVP voting for basketball. Say, we, say the, the people that are in the running are LeBron, Giannis, Harden. Let's just have that as the conversation. Let's say that LeBron, it, let's say that the LeBron people are... Really, really coming out and voting. A lot of the people that think that think Harden is it aren't coming out and aren't showing up to vote. So a lot of them you find you won't see as many of their names on the ballot. So it ends up being decided by a lot of say it ends up being 23, 23 LeBron votes, sixteen Giannis votes, and eight Harden votes. Just because not that many people not that many Harden people came out in the first place. And then when it comes time to count those votes towards a larger number, 
obviously, who got the biggest number? Who going to be bigger represented if we're counting those numbers towards who is going to represent the state? Right? So it, that's, a, that's a weird analogy. I'm sorry. It probably isn't the best analogy. But I find if you take shit away from politics, people start to think of it a different way. So the Electoral College is just like, if everybody is, if, if, all the, if all the Republicans come out and they vote, so it's 16 Republican votes, but it was only, it was only ever five <laughs> votes for anybody else. And, it, and those votes need to count towards who is going to represent the entire state. Guess who's going to get the fucking nomination? And that is how the electoral, that is, that's how Trump run the presidency. Trump won the presidency because a bunch of people came out and voted Republican. A bunch of people that wanted somebody else. Some of them did vote for Hillary, which is why Hillary won the popular vote. But a lot of them didn't even come out. It's so about it, where you win. Yeah. Democrats you, largely know that they're going to get fucking California, so that's 54. Exactly. Republicans always try to get uh, Florida because that's 34 electoral college exactly. votes. And I was, that's what I was getting to. When it came down to it, the Republicans ended up getting states so that had more votes, like West Virginia... Exactly. Pennsylvania, and it's not representative Ohio. of the collective for sure. But guess what? Some states don't have like Nebraska has two, and it's the only state where it can be split one and one. But you might not even know that if you're not abreast to it. So one electoral college vote can go to a Democrat, and the other one can go to a Republican in the same election, or both of them can go for either party. But if you don't understand, we're a big ass state. Why, why we only got two electoral college votes? So that's, that, if you don't understand politics, you really, it's okay to be, it's okay to not understand it and then be like, I need to know more before I vote, but just to fucking bash it. And you don't know as shit. If the system, as if the system has no working. <laughs> yeah. like if the, as if the system makes no sense because you don't understand it. Like, no, the system does make sense. Yeah. It, it is bullshit, but it does work to a it does work to a larger system. And to be honest, the way it was supposed... It's just outdated. The way it was supposed to work yeah. was, in, back in the day, was so... There wasn't an overrepresentation. But the core of it was beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was... Of course, we were slaves back then. Shit was problematic. Women's rights weren't the same. But something was birthed out of it that had the potential... Excuse me, it had the potential to be actually good and something that would work because of the structure of it. And so all we can do is aspire towards the ideal of democracy and not the practice or the implications of democracy because of course humans are flawed and it's always gonna veer it's always gonna fucking veer from the path. But our job as citizens and as, you know, propagators of the ideal of democracy is to fight to keep it on course. And that's what voting does. That's what civil unrest does. That's what protesting does. That's what freedom of the press does. That's what you stand on if you really own some I'm on some American shit. And it's not about American exceptionalism. We know that we have our sins as Americans. It just kills me that like like we sound like kids who live in their parents' house but cry about like we're fucking emo and golf kids right now. Just like this fucking house sucks, bro. There's never nothing here. And like some fucking poor and hungry starving kids like, oh you got a house? You know what I'm saying? So like that's how we sound right now. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, fucking quit the fucking indignation. Quit we sound the powerless, too. Like, I don't like to listen to people say that. Defeated says fuck. Yeah, that voting doesn't matter because there's nothing that we can do. Because that's just not what the white kids... Is, that's not what the white kids think. they like, they know we can affect change. They know that and they if we were, And if we were taught... Because guess what, motherfucker? There's a reason you're not getting your ass beat or you're not getting lynched in the streets anymore. That came from voting. That came from legislation. That came right. from And that wasn't magic either. That wasn't because white people already had a president where they or because just they felt bad. Right. That wasn't the fucking Illuminati. It wasn't because anybody just got it predestined of who they were going to put in place to decide to stop whatever the and fuck. And of course there's reasons. Of course they didn't want us to fucking rebel. Of course they didn't want us to do all this shit. That's what political pressure does. But right if now, you don't, if you don't put that pressure, my bad, if you don't put that pressure on them, how the fuck do they know that it's a problem? No, that's it. But that, that's exactly, right now, it's all working to their design. You thinking that it doesn't matter. I think that's black. a small sector. I can't lie. I think it's a small sector. Um, largely, I feel like that's that 30% of like people that just, there's, there's, no matter what, support Trump. That's our extra woke-ass black folks who just... I'm not, and really, and I don't even think it has anything to do with politics so much as it is. I just don't want to think about it. How many black black people have you talked to? And I'm just like, I don't want to talk about that shit. Uh, I mean, okay. I'm, I'm going to do a few. It scares, okay, it scares me when I hear black people today, like in 2020, or anybody that's it's not. Scary, and I'm not knocking like, you. You don't have to be political. But if that's not you, don't talk shit then. Yeah. Like if you're gonna it's take scary that to hear stance, them saying that they're gonna vote for Trump though, like it's not. I mean, that's just that's just like if you want to be an asshat. So that's our that's our that's our uh, buzzer. At the end of the day, uh, I'm gonna say this: like, glad we back. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? We about to rock this shit out. Yeah, we'll be way more consistent. We definitely got a lot of shit to talk about. Yeah, we got a system now though. <laughs> That was a and fucking out of all the stuff we talked about, no matter if you agree with us or not, understand that we're here for it. Even if you have a dissenting opinion, um, if you have controversial topics, if we don't agree with you, what we need to get back to is being able to listen to people, understand where they're coming from, and respectfully disagree. And that's what we're all about. That's the motto of the show is agree to disagree. That's what it's been. And we don't have to agree on everything. And I can be mad at you and love you. And I can disagree with you and love you. But as long as that's the place that we're coming from when we fucking communicate, I don't think we'll have any problems. That's please tap thing. in. Give us topics, too. For sure. Email us. Oh, let's shoot out the emails and the links to the podcast once we get everything edited. We're about to go ahead and get our YouTube channel cracking. So y'all can fucking follow us on there and subscribe and all that good shit. We'll get a Patreon going if y'all want to support us and do things like shirts. And uh, fucking merchandise, but we about to get it going. This is obviously what we like to do. So you ain't gotta see us just rant on Facebook all the time. We'll still do that shit. Oh yeah, you guys are not getting fucking rid of me. That's a level of fun that we don't want to get rid of. <laughs> but yeah, you gonna head your closing arguments? Oh yeah, no yeah. Uh, check our shit out. I'm gonna make sure that I. This is gonna be on Anchor. So download the app. Check the podcast out if you want to listen again. We're gonna. Get back into the groove of things. It's going to be informative and all that shit. So It's going to be fun. Y'all going to be able to watch edited videos with segments and shit like that. 
it'll be a good time. We're gonna have fucking fun. You know what I'm saying? So just yeah. just get on there when you can, and we'll just rock it like that. Like I said, the podcast is Sensei and Sanji Sundays. Are we gonna say four? Yeah, Sundays whenever the fucking video drops, ball. Whoever did tune in, so fucking, thank you. Man, we appreciate y'all. It, like we need a little gong to be like, boom, like this shit is over. <laughs> right, boom, because we sensei and Sunday. All right, hey man, fuck y'all very much. We love you. <laughs>